Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is a production of MaximumFun.org and is distributed by NPR. It's Bullseye. Here at Bullseye, we do a regular segment called The Song That Changed My Life. It's a chance to talk with some of our favorite musical artists about the tunes that made them who they are today. And this week, it's the musician Kuko. Kuko is a 21-year-old from Hawthorne, California, not that far from where we are here in Los Angeles. He got his start making music in his bedroom. He combines dreamy synths, catchy hooks, and a bit of jazz trumpet to create a sleepy, psychedelic vibe. His debut album, Para Mi, came out recently. Here's the song, Feelings. the question, what song changed your life? We think we're going to get a song from back in the day, like uh, the Beatles or Jackie Wilson or something. But Kuko got a little more modern on us. He picked a song from Tame Impala's album, Lonerism. It was released all the way back in 2012. Here's Kuko. I was 13 when I first heard Feels Like We Only Go Backwards. I remember the first time I heard Feels Like We Only Go Backwards, I had uh, Pandora just like on shuffle. I forgot what radio station I was listening to, but yeah, that song came up. And then that's when I think I just found like Lonerism. And it was like, it had like, like pretty recently come out. And, but that song just like stood out to me the most because it made me feel like I just like completely like warped out of my body. And I was just like, whoa. But yeah, two years later, I had downloaded like Spotify and still was like on like the free one, you know, like listening to like Shuffle. But yeah, I was going through a lot, you know, kind of like not knowing like what was, like I was being like a sophomore in high school, kind of like not knowing like what I was doing, you know, like failing all my classes. And the Lonerism album kind of like, I don't know, yeah, I didn't have a lot of friends either. So, I mean, just the title Lonerism was kind of like, yeah, like, it's like same <laughs> yeah rediscovering the whole album again during that time was just kind of like oh man like this is this is like actually like one of the best albums like that's a, that's like ever been made but the the album is just like so crazy even the song is like you know nothing that can happen has been anything that we can control like mind mischief
And there was just one day when I was just like walking by school and like it just like it just hit me more than like anything. It it got me through through like so much more than like I think any any other song has been able to get me through. I was going through like a breakup. I was hella young, you know, like I was I was in like high, it was like a high school thing, but but regardless, like whatever I felt then, it was still very valid to me. And I, I was also doing pretty bad in school and like kind of like that cluelessness, like I felt was very present in, in lonerism, even just the name, you know, lonerism. I think that, I think just being a teenager, you know, like being unsure of what I'm doing, like having kind of like having friends but also like my social skills are just like the worst so I didn't really like talk to anybody I, I feel like the album just like spoke to me really heavy I think the bass line is one of my favorite parts and feels like we only go backwards I don't know it's, it's such a like jolly bass line like dun 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 I think the ending guitars are really crazy. The way he's kind of like, like, like super, I don't know, like fuzzy, why, you know, kind of like it's, it's like, cry, it's like a voice, kind of like crying. We'll have more with Kuko after a quick break. It's Bullseye for MaximumFun.org and NPR. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. In 1980, with a few thousand dollars and used dairy equipment, Ken Grossman founded Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Ken's award-winning ales propelled him from home brewer to craft brewer. Today, Ken and his family still own 100% of the company, one of the most successful independent craft breweries in America. More at sierranevada.com. It has already been an eventful summer in politics. Yeah, between the 2020 debates and the president's battle over immigration, there's a lot going on. And when there's news you need to know about, the NPR Politics Podcast is there to tell you what happened. Not to mention, we're hitting the road so you can meet all of the 2020 contenders. Oh, NPR is going to drive me completely crazy. (laughs) The NPR Politics Podcast. Subscribe! We are the host of My Brother, My Brother, Me, and now, nearly 10 years into our podcast, the secret can be revealed. All the clues are in place, and the world's greatest treasure hunt can now begin. Embedded in each episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me is a micro-clue that will lead you to 14 precious gemstones all around this big, beautiful blue world of ours. So start coming through the episodes. Uh, let's say starting at episode 101 on. Yeah, the early episodes are pretty problematic, so there's no clues in those episodes no no not at all the better ones the good ones clues ahoy listen to every episode repeatedly in sequence laugh if you must but mainly get all the great clues my brother my brother me it's an advice show kind of but a treasure hunt mainly anywhere you find podcasts or treasure maps my brother my brother me the hunt is on It's Bullseye. I'm Jesse Thorne. My guest this week is the musician Kuko. His debut album, Para Mi, came out recently. Here's Kuko. Um, Kevin Parker is the main 
person behind, you know, Tim and Paula. You know, he produces, composes pretty much most of it. And for me, achieving the same, I guess, vibes and the same, I guess, nostalgic kind of feeling is like something that I always aim for. And it made me want to actually go out and like really produce my own music because there's, there was just like a lot of feelings and like things that I wanted to express that I had like bottled up. And Kevin Parker is just like one of the main reasons that I started like creating music. You know, one of like the main reasons that I decided to start my solo project and like really go off and embark and try to follow my dream of making music because I knew I knew for a fact like school wasn't for me. You know, like I would, I don't know, I feel like I was get I would get angry at school because I would I would see kids that just kind of like I don't know slacked off, but they were just smart and like without any effort, just like get A's and like B's in their classes, and like I would just get mad because I'm like, yo, like I studied so much and like I still like I'm failing. But then it was like a thing like I had I had some teachers that actually helped me realize like like yo like maybe school isn't for you you know like like they they're like I don't want to tell this to my students but you know like you you have your own talents you have your own things you know shout out to like my teachers like Miss Grace and Mr Eddie even my band director Mr Hughes you know like they they were just like yo like sometimes school isn't for everybody you know you have you have a journey and you have to embark it. And definitely listen, listening to Kevin Parker and like how he created and like what what it was, it was it was for me kind of like a huge refresher into being like, yo, I I can I can I can do this and like I want to create, you know. When I found out that that record, or those records mostly, were all Kevin Parker, I wasn't shocked, but yeah, I was, because I was just like, yo, like, that's so sick, like, like, this dude's doing it by himself. Obviously, he had some pretty crazy equipment, I didn't have the same equipment when I started off, but, but it was still like, yo, like, I could definitely, like, make my own music, I could, like, for sure create, and, and, like, there's, like, there's nothing that can stop me right now, you know? and started off like hella small and then unexpectedly my music kind of did something for me and my life and my family. It fueled, it fueled my desire to create music and actually want to do something and be someone. It feels like we're only going backwards by Tame Impala, the song that changed Kuko's life. His debut album, Para Mi, came out recently. You can catch him on tour across the country this summer and fall. That's the end of another episode of Bullseye. Our show recorded at MaximumFun.org World Headquarters, overlooking beautiful MacArthur Park in Los Angeles, California, where this week our office witnessed the return of La Cucaracha. Uh, basically, for months, a man would play La Cucaracha from his car while driving by the lake, so loud that we could hear it in our ninth-floor concrete fortress. And for a while he was gone, and we were worried about him. 
But this morning, the familiar notes returned. Ba 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 ba. Like the lowrider horns in the old neighborhood. The show is produced by Speaking Into Microphones. Our producer is Kevin Ferguson. He's away from the office with a new baby that I got to meet this week. Ooh, I wanted to eat him up. Ragu Manavalan has been filling in for him. Jesus Ambrosio is our associate producer. We get help from Casey O'Brien. Our production fellow is Jordan Cowling. Our interstitial music is by Dan Wally, a.k.a. DJW. Our thanks, as always, to Dan. Our theme song is Huddle Formation by The Go Team. It's from their album Thunder Lightning Strike, which is getting a beautiful, I just saw this, getting a beautiful LP re-release on multicolored vinyl that looks really sweet. So you should cop that. Our thanks to the Go Team and Memphis Industries, their label. And before you go, there are so many great interviews in our archive. You can find them at MaximumFun.org. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Just search for Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. You can keep up with the show there. All of this week's interviews and segments are on our YouTube channel. Uh, We are on Twitter at Bullseye. I guess that's about it. Just remember, all great radio hosts have a signature sign-off. Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is a production of MaximumFun.org and is distributed by NPR. NPR.